0: Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Chingazo's Combat Crew, your one-stop shop for all your combat news. You know how we do it. We got a fully loaded episode today to unpack for y'all. We're covering UFC 295 Fallout, UFC fighters calling everybody and their mama, Uncle Dana losing it, spewing mad hate, Ultimate Fight Night, Bren, Brendan Allen versus Paul Craig, and it's Happy Thanksgiving Week. We hope your week is off to a wonderful start. You hope you're making awesome plans with all your family and friends we got me and Fonzo breaking it down my man how are
1: you doing tonight dude it's great weekend man um cap to the whole week and like I hope it's kicking gonna kick off your whenever you're listening to this um because it's Thanksgiving and also means we got a short week of work those of you who don't work Thanksgiving that's awesome um yeah man how about you
0: Ah, dude, it's awesome. I'm ready to get this bad boy started. I got tons of news to share with everybody out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Chingasso's crew, let's buckle up and let's get started with this bad boy. Fonzo, you ready for the re-rematch? That's right. Our boy Edgar Chaydez is going to have a re-rematch against none other than his adversary, Daniel Lacerda. As you guys all remember... Uh the first time these two met, Chris Tione dropped the bag, fumbled the bag big time, stopped the fight way too early. They announced a rematch, and the sir de Silva had a little case of little uh
1: yeah herbs, yeah.
0: little herbs, yeah. I think. Not the yeah, and so now <laughs> this is the third time that they signed the fight. They haven't discussed the location yet. All we know that is that it's gonna go down February twenty-fourth, my man.
1: Man, I hope it happens, man. This is this has been a tough, tough run so far in the UFC for China. So you know what I mean? He needs to uh, hopefully this one materializes and it's a good fight. And you know what I mean? Like whatever whatever happens, win or lose. But I hope he finally gets a good fight out of this because it's been rough, man. Yeah, definitely. I know
0: he's been chomping at the bit to get in the cage. So let's just get this one under his belt because the next one's going to come even sooner. All right. I want to give a big shout out to our boy Eduardo Contreras for sharing this with news with me earlier this week. This is a show that premiered this past Thursday on Paramount. Uh, this is an Anderson Silva miniseries, bro. What do you think about that? I can't hear you. I think your are oh, your mic is muted, dog.
1: My bad. All That's right. So that would make sense. No, I was going to say, I saw this um, as I was flipping through some shit yesterday trying to figure out something to watch. And like I'm like, oh, I need to watch this. But I'm like, man, I have to freaking subscribe to Paramount Plus now. That hell sucks. That's yeah, you fully. might
0: you might not want to do that. That's the, the only a, reason. Let's watch I mean, a little I mean, bit of this see. clip right here. Let's watch right. like the first 30 it's seconds impressionante. Of it. Impressionante. Você tá sempre suado, meu filho. <laughs> Quando a gente pensa que tá tudo bem... Tá você atracado garoto de novo
2: na
0: rua, do... A gente tá esperando um filho você quer o quê? Se matar? Eu algo que eu sou bom. So it looks like it's not it's not all puppies in sunshine, dog. Looks like they're getting back to the nitty gritty to the very, very beginning. I'm so, so you haven't watched it yet, is it what you're saying? No, I haven't. I just, I, just All right. saw I haven't.
1: That it was like available, you
0: know? Yeah, I just signed up. I unfortunately got conned into getting a Paramount Showtime membership because I wanted to watch Bellator. I'm glad I did, but, and I immediately canceled. So I got like a, a week free, I think, of both of these. So I'm going to try to watch at least the first episode of this before I go back and see if i even I might even need to re-up and get my Paramount subscription back. But yeah. I got so many memberships, dude. I forget all the time. And then next thing you know, you get an email that's like, oh, uh, your membership is about to renew. And you're like, what? I don't even remember that.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and then there's so many, man. They they this whole streaming thing really is a con now.
0: It's getting out of hand, bro. It is. It's, it's getting out of hand.
1: Totally yeah. out of hand that's another but, discussion
0: for another show that sounds like it, a it, with it might be song. it
1: might be worth watching dude it looks interesting
0: yeah definitely I'm sure I think it's only like three parts three or four episodes if I'm not yeah. mistaken so uh, I'm not sure how long each episode is probably like 50-ish 50 minutes or so
1: right
2: yeah
0: all right so uh this is a little bit off topic I don't have this on my notes but one championship dropping a little bit of news doing another banger of a fight this is MMA crossing over with kickboxing. Dude, you just sent me a highlight reel of Liam Harrison like two weeks ago, I believe. You remember? Yeah. He was just – he's very similar to Jonathan Haggerty, but maybe not at that elite level, but just bringing the pain. Dude, he is another awesome kickboxer, and he's going to be taking on John Lineker. Dude, this is bad news again. This is like Andrade versus Haggerty all over. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Lineker le- just likes loves dropping bombs, but he just throws those open look le- left and right hooks that's going to yeah. leave himself open
1: yeah. all day. Strike All the day.
0: I see bad, bad things happening. But I'm still going to watch it, and so should you. Heck yeah. All right, bro. Check this out. So this happened after last week's UFC 295 Madison Square Garden event. You guys remember main event, Tom Aspinall? or Actually, that was co-main event. Tom Aspital making short work of uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Remember that, my man? Right, right. So you guys, you know how it is out there, man. Usually the media just throws softball questions to Dana White, and we really don't ever get to hear a question, much less an answer from a serious topic or a serious question. You know what I'm saying? So I really give uh, credit to the reporter that asked this question because – He's probably never going to get invited back to a UFC event ever again. So uh, this was a writer who asked him, I believe. That was never a fight, by the way. That was announced.
1: That was never,
3: never a fight. Dan over here right next to him. Uh, The the co-main event was for the interim heavyweight title, and we're preparing for Jones versus Miocic, but the original plan that we wanted, we all wanted, was uh, John Jones versus Francis Ngannou. Obviously, that didn't work out. Uh, I've seen in boxing that there's a lot of cross-promotion in in the divisions, whether you see people from top rank going to Showtime or anything of that nature. Is there an opportunity for you to cross promote with the pfl for say a jones ningano fight and is there anything specifically stopping that from happening is there any
2: way to stop it from happening
3: is there anything that's stopping that specific fight or a specific cross promotion with the pfl from happening
2: no i'm not interested in that we tried to make that fight
1: they didn't want to do it and uh it's done he doesn't fight here anymore i'm not interested
3: so no fights with the pfl just in general
1: should i
0: why would I want to make a fight That's, with the biggest? We got one, the two, and three. Martial arts.
1: They can't sell a fucking gate.
0: Throw them some. Oh, talk to me,
1: bro. Dana, it's just- a stupid question, but go ahead. Talk to me. Why should? Why, why would I do that? I tried to make the fight here. They didn't want to do it. But I should co-promote with 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 the, with the you know with, with like a Bellator or or a PFL. Why, why Why? 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 should I do that? Talk to me.
3: I guess it's just, I guess, a partnership with ESPN or anything like that, just in general, with, with just Copernodian and MMA to make.
0: So the writer just goes on and say, like, because PFL is partnered with ESPN and UFC is partnered with ESPN, that would, like, that just throws the promoters out the window. That's not a battle you got to fight because they're already on the same page. Right. All they got to do is sign. Like, hey, make it happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a legitimate question, man, but you can tell that. It's a
0: super that- legitimate question, yeah. and you know it gets under his skin because he couldn't exactly. make that fight happen. Exactly. And he's got a fighter who everyone says is the baddest man on the planet, regardless of what he says. Money, views, downloads, merch, merchandise buys, that doesn't mean shit, dude. You know what really fucking matters is whooping ass in the cage or whooping ass in the ring. That's what really matters. And right now, the UFC does not have the baddest man on the planet.
1: Right, I yeah. you
0: know, convince me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But I don't see John. I mean, and who knows how he's going to look when he if, when he if or when he comes back from this injury? You know, hopefully it's sooner rather than later, so that we can see either Aspinall versus Jones, or if somehow all the plants were to align, John and Francis. That would just be amazed dude so again big props to that to that writer to that reporter the hard questions need to get asked even dude that's a super obvious question to ask stupid
1: only because no one's asked it before yeah yeah whatever dana i I mean and here's the deal man if he was just he could just come out straight out you know i'm not interested in doing it and that's it leave it at that you don't have to do all that you know what i mean Yeah, he's just trying to drag their name in the mud like always, bro. That's it.
0: All right. That just shows how
1: salty he is, anyways.
0: Oh yeah, mega salty, mega salty. Let's so let's stay on this UFC 295 tip, bro. I don't know if you were paying attention to the stare down for the main event. Did you happen to see this? Oh yeah,
1: that shit was chilling.
0: This shit is fucking epic. Look at this.
2: these dudes just did not the take corner, their eyes off of each other. is in your corner with winning like I,
1: I saw a meme where where it said where it said uh, it says when, when your homeboy asked you to borrow your clippers and he comes out of the bathroom with a full beard. <laughs> 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 That's what that stare
0: out looked
2: like, fool. Uh,
0: I told you don't be borrowing my clippers, fool. <laughs> So, again, staying with the Yuri uh, Yuri and Alex theme, everyone was super pissed because they thought Mark Goddard stopped the fight early. Since this came out, though, I've heard a rebuttal to this from the same individual. But let's, let's check out what Yuri had to say. I think this was Monday morning or Sunday. I think this was Sunday morning. Maybe even, like, Sunday, maybe even, like, right after the fight because it looks like he's still wearing his warm-ups
1: hello everyone i just want to say to all of you thank you for your support this is for me just a motivation nothing else marco dar was right maybe two three two three more second and it would be on different way. But happen what happened happen. I accept that.
0: All right. So there's his response. You know, everyone was saying he, it was a early stoppage, but he's saying it wasn't.
1: Yeah, man. Look, I, I and I told you. I think that that same that same night, as soon as it happened, like I, I think he was out. It was a good call. I don't think it was premature at all. Would it, could it have gone a little bit longer? Yeah, would it have That's made true. a difference? Maybe, but at the same time, like like he, you're you're trying to protect him. You know what I mean? He yeah. was clearly out. He was clearly out.
0: And he was so, probably going to land in full mount, like he was going to get mounted, dude. Yeah.
1: So
2: you yeah, don't and know. That was where very likely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you don't know where you're at. You're not a hundred percent there. It just it would have it would have been bad. He would have just taken extra shots. But what I did want to add to this was that he came out with another video since then. I don't know if it was a video or a post, but he, then he said he's got he went back on this video and he says really he came out with that video because he didn't want people to be hating on Goddard. Oh, so I don't know. Well, maybe he got knocked out super hard. (laughs) 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 All right. So as you guys remember in Alex's post fight speech, he did call out Izzy and Izzy has since responded. And he said, last time I checked, you were fucking slept, dog. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yikes, yikes. So here's a clip from his uh, post-fight interview. I believe, and uh, I also want to give a big shout out to Kelly Firefighter for sharing this clip with us. Thanks, bro. This was awesome. I think this is a, a further explanation.
3: Bom, eu queria, né? Eu nunca sou te chamar ninguém, né? Mas
0: eu acho que I queria right? right? a luta aí que é interessante para mim e seria interessante. i tenho certeza que vai ser para todo mundo. É uma pessoa que, de alguma forma, me incentivou quando eu estava em bar bebendo. E ele nem um vídeo falou que eu iria ficar em um
2: bar, mas ele me resgatou. Esse cara também falou recente que vai voltar só em 2027. E eu também, da forma que ele me resgatou, eu quero resgatar esse cara
0: porque ele é um talento. Ele não pode ficar esse tempo todo parado. Adesanya. Hey Adesanya, Come to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the, re- the like what resonated the most was that Hey Adesanya, Come to Daddy part. Yeah. But the- but before that, he was kind of like giving out Adesanya props. Like, hey, you know, you're that's a waste of talent to sit on the sidelines. Get get in here. You rescued me at my lowest point when I was sitting at a bar. I don't know where you're at, but you see, might seem like you need a pickup. So I'm inviting you to come back in.
1: So, so the the thing is, man, like they're they're not fighting at middleweight anymore. No, no way. You know what I mean? So, like, are they going to fight at light heavy? It would have like, to be light heavy, yeah, because that it would be for the yeah for the strap.
0: So, so dude, that design is that is going to get marked for sure, probably.
1: But it's still you know fun I mean? to watch.
0: He's already fought at two hundred five before. He could do it again.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, he did, but he didn't do so well. Yeah, yeah, but maybe he does need a break, man. Yeah. I agree. So,
0: since Alex dropped the news of wanting to fight Izzy, Jan Blahovic who never said shit, just blew up and was super pissed off and is like, yo, I'm next. There's no way you should be calling for Izzy to fight when he's in the weight class bef- below, mm. and on top of that, he feels that the judges gifted Alex that decision over him in Utah. So oh. he, he knows that he's got a fight coming up because he's fighting uh, Alexander Rakic next month in January, I believe. So he's got business to attend to before he can even think about Alex. But I like right. the fire. I like the fire. And he's already stirring the pot. So that's yeah. something to look forward to. Hopefully he can take out Rakic. But whoever wins that is probably going to be a number one contender. Who would
1: you rather see better?
0: Jan or Alex?
1: No, I'd rather, see, I'd rather see,
0: or, or Wreckage. I'd rather see Jamal Hill, bro. <laughs> I want to yeah. see that. I don't think I have anything on Jamal Hill here, but Jamal Hill's been talking all kind. Of, I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm not a big Jamal Hill fan. I'm not super duper familiar with him. I know he's gone through some some killers, but I don't think he's the level striker that he thinks he is. I
2: don't he think says. So
0: he says he would not wrestle with Alex. I think that's bullshit and it's stupid. Once he gets Ignorant. fucking cracked, he will. Yeah, exactly, dude. As soon as you get cracked, he's probably going to change his mind right away. But I think that's stupid to even just be saying that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's dumb, man. He's put away so many people with that freaking hook.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that
1: blockhead, dude. All
0: right, bro. Speaking of taking people out. Tiny Tom Aspinall dropped this news. Can you believe this? Did you hear about this? He no. fought last week with an injury, bro. No shit. Yeah, he said he like like just had a I don't I don't know. He didn't explain how he messed his back up, but he messed his back up and he wasn't able to truly train ten days before the fight. Damn. So a week and a half before he's supposed to fight for the heavyweight championship, throws his back out and he's a he's not able to do anything. Shit. Luckily, he didn't have to cut weight. He probably already had pretty good cardio, but he he didn't tell anybody. Didn't even think about dropping out and murked Sergey in the first round. Dude, that goes to show you, how, how dangerous balls,
1: is. Bro. Balls.
0: Yeah. So that kind of set up like. Domino effect throughout the heavyweight division. Everyone, now that the dust has settled and we have an interim champ, I guess you could say, yeah. everyone's like chomping at the bit. And first off, Cyril Gone is like, oh, congratulations, Tom. You are you are now the champion and become the one being pursued. And I am the hunter. See you soon. Ha, ha, ha.
1: <laughs> nah,
0: Dude, that's this, that should be a,
3: right.
1: <laughs> this should be a pretty good fight.
0: I Think it would be a good fight, but I'm I'm gonna side with Tom Aspinall, and I got a video clip of him actually addressing this in just a little bit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save that. All right. All right. Look who else. Oh, actually, speak of the devil, bro. Check this out. So this is Tom Aspinall and his dad on Michael Bisbeing's podcast. I think it's Believe You Me podcast. If you want to check it out, or you can just listen to this clip with us right now. Oh, oh. fucking Bisbean hate ass, put behind a paywall. Screw you, bro. Basically what Tom Aspinall was saying, though, was he said Cyril. Remember a while back when Tom was like, I'll fight Cyril? And Cyril's like, no, nah, I'm not interested. I only want to fight the contenders. Oh, shit. Yeah. Tom's keeping receipts, bro. Tom kept that receipt, and he's like, let me see. No, I'm not fighting <laughs> He does need to fight somebody else before he fights me. So he good, did
1: good, good, good deal. Good deal.
0: And so I like this was a really good interview because he dropped a lot of truth bombs. And I'm with I, I agree with him 100 percent on the Cyril Ghan issue. And I also agree with him on this. He says that John should not fight Stepe because that's a waste of time and that he should fight John right now. Unfortunately, yeah. John is injured. So Tom says, let me fight Stepe right now and then I'll fight John when John is ready. And in the meantime, the contenders will sort themselves out, and then I can fight them after I beat John. Yeah,
1: that makes perfect sense.
0: I'm I'm with that, bro. I'm with that because he's down to fight right now, and he could totally fight in three months, dude. Because yeah. he only got clipped one time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You, you so clear I don't LAG. know
0: how I don't know what situation his back is in still, but hopefully it's okay. I mean, he whooped that dude's ass in one round pretty sure he's okay so he looks good to go bro he should be able to fight stipe i don't see yeah. why not so who would if we could see this right now john versus tom dude that would that would be like the battle for the plainest names who would win john or tom john john yeah. you think he just takes it to the ground right away and subs him again
1: ninja yeah. or some shit something like that like he he'll he'll get in close he'll grapple he'll make it dirty elbows or you know what i mean um tom tom is good man he he would he would probably put a whooping if he, if they stayed on on their feet the whole time if he was he's able got to the speed advantage yeah but i think john yeah, he's just he's too smart Levels. too crafty yeah he'll take him down he's got more tools yeah you know what i mean just, he just he's to- gonna the only thing that's gonna fuck him up now is just his personal life, like always, or or father time. That's I'm, it. I was just gonna say, bro. I was just gonna say, yeah.
0: I, that's all I think too. All right. So, how about this, bro? Since you know we need to figure out who's gonna be the number one contender after John and Steepa, Jao Almeida fought a couple of weeks ago and in a super unimpressive fashion, just worked Derek Lewis for five rounds. Took no damage, but also didn't produce any damage himself. But he's like, "Hey, I know that I got to fight again, and I'm not going to get a title shot right away. So how about me and Cyril? What do you think about this one?"
1: You know, what? I didn't even watch Derek Lewis fight. Um, I don't know much it was about. Super boring, dude. the what, what, uh, take let down. Me, let me look at the ranking. Uh, I what, believe what Jelton's like now?
0: four or five, somewhere around there, and Cyril's like three or four.
1: Johnson is seven. Cyril's two. All right. Well, because
0: if you're gonna have John at number one, you're gonna have Stepe, I guess, at number two. Stepe's four. Stepe's four. Who's three? Sergey. Sergey. Well, not any. Yeah. All right. So Sergey's not gonna get a title shot anytime soon. No. Nah. Cyril's. De- I mean, I guess they can give it to Cyril if he's not gonna fight John.
1: I, I personally like to see Stepe and, and Tom. That, that I think, makes no yeah. sense.
0: I think that would be better. And I think these two dudes need to fight to see who's going to get the next shot. Yeah. Because Jelton definitely has to show us something. Because, I mean, are you just going to lay and pray on people for five rounds? Or Jelton
1: versus Curtis Blades.
0: He's number five. That's true. That was a fight that was supposed to happen, but Curtis Blades got injured. Remember? That was yeah. supposed to be, that was actually supposed to take place instead of Derek Lewis. Yeah, so I guess they could put that together again, and that would that would make sense. But I think both of these guys need another win before they get a shot even get to sniff the title. Yeah, yeah. All right, bro. How about this? I know you were super keen on this guy, Benoit Saint Denis, bro. <laughs> he brought the pain at UFC yeah, 295 yeah, yeah. and knocked out my boy uh oh, steamroller yeah, Matt Favola. I'm sorry. Yeah, he beat he KO'd Matt Favola with that high kick, with that yeah. roundhouse. And now he's like, bro, I want a show in France. I want the main event, and I want to be – Dude, how about these dance partners that he's calling out? He's like, yo, give me Dustin. You can't give me Dustin. Then give me Matthias gamra What's up? None of those – he, either one of those guys doesn't have a fight I think Dustin probably wouldn't want to take it because he wouldn't really wouldn't get anything out of it he's already a seasoned veteran he only wants big money fights or a title shot and I don't think that's that's gonna be either one in that either case in that one but matthias still is down dude like he wants to build up his fan base he is in for fun fights and he doesn't care he's a grinder bro. I would love yeah. to see Matthias and Benoit. That would be a pretty fight. Man. That would be a burner. That's a main event great. right there, man. That's a main yeah, put it event. on a fight night. That'd be awesome. Heck yeah, dude. Late quarter one, early quarter two possibly. Dana, yeah. I know we we're just talking shit on you guys. Get Mick Maynard on that ASAP. You get
1: us back on, on your good graces. Or our, yeah. our good graces.
0: Yeah, bro. All right,
1: dude.
0: Speaking of good graces, we've been talking about this. Like, I'm not going to hold my breath because I probably pass out. What am I talking about? Waiting for Conor McNuggets to get back into the cage? We thought we were going to see him possibly at UFC 300, which is supposed to be like, what, April, March? April, huh? Something like that. Somewhere around there. But nope. Guess not. Guess little Connor needs a little more time to cycle the fire out of his pee-pee. <laughs> so he looks like he's not going to be fighting until late summer of next year, so like July, August ish. Told a you, bro. Time, dude. Yeah. So by then, that's going to be—is that over three years?
1: Yeah. Well, let me see. Let me look. up. Let me look his last record? fight.
0: Well, his last fight was Dustin in Madison Square Garden. No.
1: Uh, Dustin. Yeah, July 10, twenty twenty-one, dude. It'd be, also, it'd then it'll be years.
0: over three years. It'll yeah, be over like three years. Just yeah. a little over three, three years. And depending on if it's in August, could be three years and a month. So just yeah. a little over three years. All right. Bro, re, rematch coming back. What do you think, bro? Magomed Ankaliya taking on Johnny Walker January 13th. I think this is going to be a UFC fight night. At, at Take my April. money now. You got a ESPN subscription? You already paid for it, bro. They don't gotta take your money because they already did. I'm gonna pay somebody <laughs> else's
1: subscription just to watch this.
0: You don't gotta watch this one through the window, oh. Fonzo. You can watch this one <laughs> on your couch, bro. This is gonna be good. I can't remember who else is fighting on January 13th, but I remember there was another good fight. So I'll look this up and I'll get back to everybody next week. So it looks like they're slowly starting to build up these cards for the beginning of quarter one. Man, I'm I'm here for it, bro. I am. Kia for it, bro. What's with everybody trying to be champ champ all of a sudden? Like, I don't remember everybody trying to do this early 2000s, 2010s.
1: Well, it's that's the dude that's it's leveling up, you know what I mean? It's leveling up, but here's the deal like, this is this is what kind of like. It, it so kind of tell everybody, tell it,
0: tell everybody why we're talking about this. Who recently said they they want to be a champ, champ? Leon Edwards. So Leon said that he wants to take on the winner of
1: of uh, DDP and Sean Strickland. Apparently, you get his ass kicked, bro. I don't know, but, man. But here's the deal, man. Like back in the day, I remember we used to fucking want to have those fights because you had dominant champions. You had like GSP. Yeah, Anderson Silva, who were like cleaning up their divisions. Who else exactly, were they to fight? Bro. So yeah. you needed you needed to have that super fight because it's like – you well, nailed
0: what, it, dude. You said it. They cleaned out their division. This, I mean, this dude hasn't cleaned out the division. There's just no contenders. Yeah. So you can't really say that there's nobody there because he hasn't fought anybody there. He worked, right. who else is is there besides Colby?
1: Bilal. Let me look it up. Uh so there's Bilal, there's Gilbert, there's Shovcott. He is not Shovcott.
0: That yeah, maybe he'll fight the winner of Shovcott and Wonder Boy. But I mean, uh, I, I hate how Bilal's been get left out the mix, man.
1: Yeah. Look, he's got he's I mean, look, he's if he really wants to make this move, I think he he's gotta beat Bilal and he's gotta be Shovcott. he's those two guys, then I might consider him. All right, go on and try to take on. Word up. you know. Word up. You know what I mean? He's going to fight yeah. right now,
0: next month. And then he can fight Shafkot or Bilal in April, May. Right. Then he could fight the other one, Shafqat or Bilal, whoever he didn't fight, in right. September, October. And he's good. Then early quarter one of 2025, hey, go for it. You want to move up to 185? Do it. But you got to clean out this division first. You can't have your dessert if you haven't eaten your potatoes, fool. Damn right. All right. I think we closed the case on that one. We cracked it. (laughs) (laughs) Done. All right, bro. UFC 297, round the corner. This is the first pay-per-view of 2024. Check it out. Main event, Sean Strickland, Drickus Duplessis, co-main event, Raquel Pennington, Myra Bueno-Silva, Neil Magni taking on Mike Malote. Jan Blahovic taking on Alexander Rakic. Arnold Allen, Movsvar, Ivalov. Bro, that one's going to be a. Uh, I think that one might steal the show. Yeah. Dominic Reyes, Carlos Ulberg. That one's going to be good too. Brad Katona, Garrett Armfield, Curtis or Chris Curtis, Mark Andre Barial, and Charles Air Jordan versus Sean Woodson. So there's some. It's going to be some good ones on that one, man. Going to be some good ones.
1: Yeah, for sure. Dude, the craziest thing, like, that's going to be a Strickland versus Duplessis, dude. Two guys with the most awkward ass freaking, like, fight stances. There's just <laughs> Their <laughs> MMA game is
0: crazy. That's like, dude, it's how can I explain? It's so unorthodox. Oh, super. Right. Super unorthodox. Both of these like, guys. At, at times, it looks sloppy. Like, you just think, yeah. like, god dang, how the heck did these guys get to this level? But they're so
1: good at it. Dude, like, Sean Strickland with his, like, knee freaking, like, pivoting. Like, he's just kind of doing that. And then freaking Duplessis with his little half steps. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting fight, dude. That, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just trying to think
0: of how that fight is going to look. I wonder like, if DDP is going to try to take Sean down because no one's ever really tried to take him down. Well, no. And he well, he
2: yeah, was able. Yeah. I mean,
0: dude, DDP was able to take down... Uh, Bobby Knuckles, like nobody's business. That's true. And who yeah. takes down Robert Whitaker? Nobody, yeah. bro. Right. Nobody. Yeah, he made it so look That easy. to me shows, I mean, unless he caught him off guard, but I mean, okay, I can see you catching somebody off guard with the takedown once or twice, but he did it until he whooped his ass,
1: bro. Yeah,
0: right. All right, dog. So this is UFC 297, but before we get to 297, we got to get through 296, bro. Check out this flipping card, bro. Patty Pimlet, Tony Ferguson, Vicente Luque, Ian Me Machado, either. Gary, Rachmaninoff, Steven Wonderboy Thompson, Alexander Pantoja, "Raw Rawdog, Royville, Colby Covington, Leon Edwards. Mm. Yeah. Please yeah. don't let any of these fights fall out, please.
1: Dude, yeah, this is gonna be a good card. This is this is stacked to the brim. Is this this is the final card this year, right?
0: Yes, yeah, that's the last pay per view of the year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can honestly say I'm super duper pumped for each and every one of these. I'm even pumped for Tony Ferguson, Patty Pimlet, dude. I hope Tony Ferguson can pull up a pull off a Christmas miracle, bro. I hope. I hope. That's
1: all I'm asking. I I just hope Pimlet freaking makes weight.
0: Have you
2: seen Uh. him?
1: Yeah, he's a porker, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't even look like he's trying to get down to weight yet.
2: No, no.
0: <laughs> but I got in my notes here, dude. I got tons of tons of there's gonna be lots of questions answered down this card. Is Patty for real? Is Tony done? Can Vicente Luque stop the Ian Gary hype train? Or can he knock his block off? Right. Yep. Can Wonder Boy keep the fight on the feet, or is Rockmona going to be able to take him down? And is that where he's going to expose Wonder Boy? And then Pantoja and Royville. dude, I love watching Pantoja fight. Unfortunately, it was against Brandon Moreno last time, but every time he fights, dude, he comes out like dude, he he's hates better you. every
1: single time. Uh, dude,
0: he's amazing. He comes out like he's fucking pissed off, like you owe him money or you cut him off on the freeway. You kicked his dog. I don't. He's good going John Wick on people, bro. He comes to kick your ass. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's true. And then man. the main
0: event, dude, we've been waiting for both of these guys to fight forever. Maybe not against each other, but we've definitely been waiting to see these guys in the cage. So looking forward to see what happens with either with this fight. So we'll see. And, and honestly,
1: like to be to be quite honest, man, that that fight is probably my my least the one I'm least looking forward to on this card. Uh, yeah, and, and it might Seventon. be the sneaky, the best one actually. It might steal the show.
0: You think so, well, dude? Wait until we start getting to when they're like to the press conferences. The lead okay. up to this is gonna be amazing because you know Kobe's gonna be trying to get in Leon's skin.
1: Yeah, he's gonna talk. Shit and like you like know, oh uh, sure. yeah,
0: he always does, dude. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right, bro. So this last Friday night, Bellator held their Bellator 301, and this might have been the last bellator show because you know they've been for sale forever and nobody wants to buy it but dude when i was watching this i just kept thinking back like to when we watched a show for the last time and we didn't know
2: oh yeah. yeah like
0: like we watched that las vegas pride show we didn't think that i mean we thought it was a possibility you know, but we didn't think it was going to be the last one. I think there was still one more show after that. But really, that was like the last big Pride show. Right. There was there was a time where we watched the last WEC show. Mm-hmm. There was a time where we went to the last WEC show. You know what I mean? Like right. super nostalgic. You know what I mean? So I was just getting them kind of vibes.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, it's the end so, of the narrative, man.
0: Yeah, end of an era, man. So I'm just gonna go through, and it was a pretty fun show, dude. Like I told you, I ended up getting the Showtime app, dude. That app sucks, donkey balls, dude. It's fuck? fucking awful. It was so hard Is to it find. Like buggy? Sh- not only like it's just not intuitive. Like you're like, I'm gonna like, all right, I want to watch MMA. Hmm, that's a sport. I should be able to find it by going to sports. Ah, wrong. Don't even try it. What do you classify that? I don't it was like a, a a live event or something like that. Okay, I I I I can see that I guess, but it should also be in sports. Right. Then the other thing was they made me sign up for a Paramount subscription as well. What? Like there was no log like it was like try this right now. And I'm like, I don't want to. There's was, there was no way around it, dude. So that's why I got Paramount right now. Bitches that I already canceled. So, anyways, that's neither here nor there, Fonzo. Let's <laughs> skip that shit. Let's get into these fights. So this is Rafion Stotts taking on Danny Sabatello, part two. These guys have history, dude. These guys hate each other. Uh, the first fight was taken by Rafion Stotts. I believe he won by unanimous decision. And he ended up winning by unanimous decision again here, dude. But this was a good back and forth fight if you're down to watch it and you want to struggle with the showtime app go ahead and download it because they do give you i think seven days for free so you can watch this in one night and but this was a really good fight man this was a classic striker versus grappler danny controlled the first round got some takedowns in the first round but every time he got a takedown he really wasn't able to rain a lot of damage Hmm. but for the brief moments That Raytheon was able to reverse the position. Dude, he was dropping bombs. He didn't take much time. Like Danny might have controlled the fight for like four minutes on the ground. And then Raytheon reversed it for like the last 30 seconds and just fucking dropped elbows and bombs. So you totally forgot what Sabatello was doing anyways. But uh, it was three rounds of that. Good stuff. Sergio Pettis, the champ taking on patchy mix dude have you ever heard of patchy mix
3: yeah yeah dude he's
0: good a lot of people think that this dude would do really really well in the ufc and i i i would love to see it dude i think he would be amazed all right so here is the end of the fight this is the second round of patchy mix and sergio pettis check this out bro it's just a matter of patchy mix on sergio's back
1: he was that's jacking up in the camp, Interim champ, right? Yes.
2: Ooh, he
0: got, got right dude.
1: under the chin.
0: Yep. Look at how he trapped his arm with that leg, though. Dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's, that's slick. Dude, he's, he's damn. First yeah, person I ever seen
0: deep. use that to finish a choke was Dan... Uh, who was that German guy that Conor McGregor fought a while back? Short, stocky dude. Forget his name. Seaver.
1: Yeah, Seaver. Dennis Seaver. Yeah, Dennis Seaver.
0: Dennis so I want to show how Patchy set up this rear naked dude. Check this shit out. Right here. Because we saw he finished the choke, but check out how he got the fight to the ground. And perfect. Look at this. He's got Sergio pressed up against the cage. He hops on his back, but he doesn't have all the hooks in. Because
1: Sergio's using the cage no. shield yeah, patchy. Look. Hook.
2: Whoop. Did you see, oh, that? see
1: that? No, it, it skipped.
2: Okay, there you go. He uses his free leg to push off from the cage. Yeah. It's hard to stop things when they're so good. push off the cage. Oh,
0: damn. That, that was slick. That started the whole thing, gets and the then he, hook, he gets his traps then the arm, gets the and then there's nothing to forward. save him after that, dude. There was nothing to save Sergio after that, dude.
1: it Like he did that so smoothly. I'm, no. I'm wondering, like, does he does Effortless. he practice that
0: regularly? He must. That yeah. must just be part of his game, dude. Like you know, yeah. a lot of people don't think of that. Like you got to use all your. I mean, a lot of jujitsu guys use that because I mean yeah. it's jujitsu, so you're thinking of that, but maybe that's something that people aren't really thinking of in MMA, but they should because it's yeah. always there, you know, plus once you trap that arm in there, they're going to, the only way they can get it out is to slip it out. And that glove, is going to prevent it from sliding all the way out. Cause that's going to give extra friction, you know? Yeah. So shout out patchy Nick's mix, man. I hope he signs with the UFC dude. Really that's dope. Dude. Uh, main event of this show was Yaroslav Almasov. Taking on Jason, the ass-kicking machine, Jackson Fonzo. Yaroslav came into this undefeated, bro, 27-0. and All right, so here we have the end of the third. Actually, it's like the middle of the third round. Jason Jackson, dude. So up until this point, every time Amoslav would close the gap and, like, fake a takedown or try to shoot in for a takedown, dude, Jason was ready with uppercuts and knees Okay For Yeah, so for round one He was jacking him up on the feet Round two, jacking him up on the feet, dude So this is basically What, what you're going to see right now Is what you saw all kinds in rounds one and two And that's the other
2: thing Not a lot of head movement from Amazon Not getting off that center line
0: Ooh
2: Heading,
0: yeah. right <laughs> Heavy, Jason heavy hands, bro The champion Ooh, see that uppercut? Yeah. Dude, he just Dude. dropped him. Look at
1: this. One, two. Oh, I
2: love was,
0: that one, two, Rudy.
1: three straight to the dome. One, two, three.
0: Was it? Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes. Double, was it a double jab? James
1: and pounding The champion is hurt. The champion in trouble. Oh. Man, he's a sick. Beast, so congratulations,
0: Jason. Jackson. So he still undefeated. No, the other guy was undefeated. Oh, the other guy was undefeated. Yeah, the Jackson other guy was undefeated. was undefeated. No, man. Yeah.
1: Dang, that's that's a bad way to get your L.
0: Heck yeah, man. So Jason Jackson was just stuffing them takedowns, blasting uppercuts, blasting straight rights, blasting knees, and ended up taking him out in the third round. By the way, I want to tell everybody again, Showtime app sucks donkey balls. All right. That's
1: all. (laughs) All right. You know we're not sponsored by Showtime.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Plus, they're not going to be doing combat sports anymore anyway, so who
2: cares?
0: (laughs) All right, dude. One more event on the docket. Last night, UFC fight night. Brendan Allen taking on Paul Craig. And this was a really good card, dude, as usual. You know what I mean? Actually, I think they're all good just because it's fights, dude. I don't give Bye. a shit. But there were actually some pretty, pretty good ones. So here was the main card on the screen right now. I got the Chingasos Combat Crew Seal of Approval for Official Chingasos here. Euros Medic taking on Mike Mike Beck, Oralby. That was supposed to be the Sluggernaut. Uh, Peyton Talbot taking on Nick Aguirre, Michael Morales, Jake Matthews, Brendan Allen, Paul Craig, and even... Chase Hooper, Jordan Levin was a pretty good fight, man. Mm. And the girls, dude, the girls were throwing hands, bro. They were throwing hands. Honestly, if you're going to go watch any of these fights, I would say go watch Luana Pinero and Amanda Rivas. Rivas or How Peyton come you, you did put
1: the the seal of I, for that one?
0: I, I made this before. Oh, okay. Yeah, I made this before, but they, sh- they should totally have it. All right. So check this out, dude. This was on the prelims, Jonathan Pierce versus Joe Anderson brittle. And before I start this clip, bro, I want to, I want to set it up by saying that Jonathan Pierce had Joe Anderson brittle pressed up against the cage and he was mounted and brittle had his back to the cage and Pierce was talking shit and he was like raining shots. And he's like, do something, do something. Get up. Get up. So Joe Anderson,
2: Joe Anderson heard know. that, bro. Go ahead, do it. There it is. He's got the elbow between himself and Pierce. So he's like, use that elbow all right. between them to get up. I'm going to get up. He's all right. Right there. He's on the hand control. Now he wants to stand up, get that leg out. Now he's he should be out, but we'll see how good Jonathan Pierce is. Oh, here. they were
1: at the apex. Whoop. Oh.
2: Attempt. He's on the ninja choke. That's him. dude, that look at his face. Did that you see his face? Yeah. Sonic guillotine attempts. He's on the ninja choke. That's in. Dude, that is, that is an <laughs> awful choke, bro. I want to see his face. Dude, that is nasty. Sonic guillotine attempts. He's on the ninja choke. That's in.
0: <laughs> the face you make when the milk's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that fool's got that no was more a Adam's good got one,
0: fool. bro. Yeah, that fool ain't got, that fool is definitely getting a massage right now. His neck is linguiney, bro. <laughs> All right, next fight, dude. This was, uh, so like I said, it's supposed to be Johnny Parsons, but I'm not sure what ended up happening to him. But uh, Mike, what was the name of that bad guy uh, on Super Friends? <laughs> and you would say his name backwards or some shit, and he had a crazy powers, Mister Mixlepick or some oh, shit. Oh, picks, yeah. Yeah, that's this dude, dude Mike Mike Beck or Lobi, taking <laughs> on Euros Medic. I was really looking forward to this fight, dude. I wanted to see Johnny back in the cage, but this was a good one too, dude. And I think Euros was actually the favorite in this. Three oh, are blocking.
2: No, no, I need you up. You're
0: but check this you out, dude. Right arm.
2: Or will like gets chin, him up against earth. the cage. Yeah, she's going to crush on the jaw. He's oh, great. man. There is a Fuck your neck, bro. He could tr- switch to, but Medici isn't really giving that much. Oh, on my God, God, dude. There's the tap.
0: Welcome to the UFC. That was like a was like, crazy neck crank,
1: dude. I was like, that's how, like you are choke, no? Yeah. Look at like, his how, head. That's exactly what it is. It's a freaking headlock. Dude, I got a T-square
0: right here. I'm measuring an <laughs> 87-degree angle. That is at least three vertebrae exploding in his neck.
2: God. Medich isn't really giving that. Oh, Hold I on. Yeah, he
0: might get this. Stop. And there's the tap. Welcome. Damn. Yeah, his neck is done, bro. He's probably sitting like this right now. <laughs> so needs to have like uh, some supports put in under his chin. <laughs> to keep his head up (laughs) oh man that was killer bro killer all right next fight fonzo here we go dude this was such a fun fight so apparently these two ladies used to be former roommates and i don't know if they were good roommates i don't know if they hated each other i don't know if they loved each other but they were effing each other up dude Luana came out in the first round and was just dropping bombs, dude. Amanda Hebas had chichonis all over her face, but she had she was like new kids on the block, bro, hanging tough and just stood withstood the first round, came back in the second round, and then did it again in the third. Th- Check this
2: out. He yeah, tired. She had a few shots there. She's swinging wild now. You see She's her throwing head. baseballs. Hebas is on her. Comes from Hebos, who's walking her down. Yeah, Hebos is breaking her right now. she's tired her out, wore her out.
0: Ooh. Oh, oh. Damn. <laughs> in the she face. Oh, right and
2: then there drops it is. We've right. seen this out of Hebos so many times, and she A does it again. Man, in the so she was asking, weird.
0: like, she looked like she uh Luana looked like she was pissed because the ref stopped the fight. Right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I it's kind of like Mackenzie Dern last week. Like you weren't doing anything really to I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. he could have let it go a little bit further, but uh let's pick it up one more time right from that spinning kick, dude. And I don't know if you can see on the screen I, right here. I can see her her dude like all she's the, got two knots her right here, and, and then she's on, got the under, side, on the other on either eye, right? Yes, yeah, she's got yeah. damage on both sides, bro.
1: Yeah,
0: Wore her out, but she didn't go down like that.
2: Out of Hebas so many times, and she Amanda does it again. Hibas in what the deep
0: sick. Water. So Amanda Hebas ended up getting a fight of the night award bonus, I think. So she got an extra 50k. And in her post-fight interview, she said that she's going to be using that money to start like a foundation in her neighborhood to help kids like train jujitsu and MMA. So that's cool. Oh, that's nice. Pretty yeah.
2: Cool.
0: She said that. After the first round, because she got whomped in the first round, dude. She said, because her dad is her coach. And that her dad told her, like, hey, you lost that round. You're about to lose this fight. And everyone's dependent. Like, he brought up the foundation. Like, hey, you need to win this fight because we need that money. Otherwise, the kids and blah, blah. And, dude, she turned it around. So, I don't know what speech he gave her, but that's what's up, man. All right. Next fight. Chase Hooper taking on Jordan Levitt. Check this out, dude. This was actually a pretty fun grappling match to watch. Fist,
2: that's what happens when you hang on to the ankle. I don't know. Looks like they're trying to hurt each other in there.
1: <laughs> no shit. For
0: these
2: guys to really hurt the other
0: I like how he took the back right there. Yeah, a lot of people don't utilize that. Like I do this in class a lot when they're using the mat to prevent me from getting my other hook in. And I just use momentum to roll them to the other side. And then that exposes then the other back. side, yeah. and then you can get the hook. And that's exactly what he the did it's right really here. Look at
2: the that. Other one. It's going to be oh. Oh, There it is. Yeah, that's, and that's it, tight.
0: Yeah, that was of ah. tight. And it looked like he and was trying to, trying to lock that arm up, but he got the arm. He was trying to lock up Jordan's arm with his right leg, but he had the choke in so deep, he didn't even need now to. Yeah, it didn't matter. Fishing for it, he didn't even need it.
2: That's yeah. how tight, but it is locked in. And there's wow, what a transition. Chase Hooper! Wow. That's a big finish.
0: That was cool, man. Yeah, that was slick. All right, I think we got a couple more left. Oh, dude, so I really... Pay attention to this guy right here. Peyton Talbot. Peyton is a former Uriah Faber A1 combat champ, dude. Okay. And he fought, this is only his, I think this might be his first fight in the UFC because he fought, this this was either his first fight in the UFC or his second fight in the UFC, but he just fought on Dana White's contender series this past season. And I don't know if you've seen the highlight where somebody has somebody in a high single leg and the guy that's stuck in the single leg does the backflip to get out of it. Have you seen oh, that? No, clip? I haven't seen that. Dude, no. he does that. He did that. And he did that in this fight too, almost. Oh, shit. So I'm super excited to see what this guy does. But he's really more known for his striking. But in this matchup, dude, he at the so this is the third round. He lost the first round. The dude just smothered him. The dude shot in, got him down, controlled him, was on his back. Didn't rain. D- didn't take too much damage, but he couldn't get out. Second round comes out. He stopped all the takedowns, kept it on the feet, was landing shots, and the dude was gassed. So the mm. dude was shooting for, like, lazy takedowns and even tried to pull guard. And, okay. and Peyton just came in and was raining shots from up top. But check this out, dog. At the beginning of the third round, the ref is in the middle of the cage, and he's like, are you ready? Are you ready? And Peyton is looking at Aguirre, and he does
1: this, bro. <laughs> yeah. I must break
2: you. I'm the break signal. I'm breaking you. And Aguirre went and gave him a hug. Uh, here we are. This is how it turns out. It's all a mental oh, man. Battle. His, he has he's a mental back his, his uh, dude, Those are
1: some vicious hammer fists.
2: Right, and That's what lost him the right. right there. And Talbot arm under the chin, quick tap from McGee.
1: This whole oh, look at this is like nothing but taking necks. Look at look this out for this bantamweight prospect on the rise. <laughs> he did that slow mo walk, and I was like,
0: "What the fuck is wrong with my TV?" And then he just, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking <laughs> tight." <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even going to rewind the finish. I'm going to rewind his uh,
1: his walk. Yeah. <laughs> Quick tap from Aguirre. Peyton Talbot's on the map. Look out for this bantamweight. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Let's watch the finish one more hug. time,
0: bro. Look at these elbows from the top
2: that set up the choke. And yeah. Aguirre went and gave him a hug. Those are elbows. Right? That's how it turns out. It's all a mental Dude. battle. What I'm saying is Aguirre like a little of told him to dig into, and that's what lost him that's
0: last night. Yeah, that's crazy. Talbot, bro. Remember the name. Yeah,
1: it looks like he's going he's gonna to make a splash.
0: He's a menace, dude. He's a menace. All right. Main event, bro. Brandon Allen versus Paul Craig. This was just all bad for Paul Craig, dog. This was three a three-round pass
2: Hands slipping out a little bit, but again, here we are right back on the ground where Brendan's going to continue to throw these elbows. Paul has got to have urgency to try to get one of these submission attempts or get back up to his feet. Promise you get back up to your feet, then what? Oh, that's... oh man, he's got yeah. his neck. On this yeah. Come like this, okay. make it five of six. Brendan Allen, a rear naked choke specialist.
0: So man, there you man. go, man. Yeah, he was just pounding him, dude uh Paul Craig had nothing for Brandon and I don't know if you saw any of the lead up to this in the I think on Thursday when they had the uh the interviews and whatnot Brandon Allen was talking mad shit on uh Chimaya, bro he's like why oh, why is he even ranked in the middleweight division when he just got here and he just fought a, a welterweight off the couch not even a real 185 Right. So he kept stressing, like, he shouldn't be ranked. I'll fight him. I'll whoop his ass, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, dude, Brendan Allen, I like what I'm seeing, man. I like what I'm seeing, dude. Yeah.
1: Next generation. Dude.
0: Yeah. He's ready for a top 10 fighter, dude, because Paul Craig is really wasn't much of a test for him. All right, my dude, 2023 has been a crazy year of upsets. So I came across this little video on Insta. Just let's check it out, and let's talk about what have been some of your favorite upsets of 2023 so far, Fonzo. Well,
1: and this one for sure.
0: Strickland finishing Izzy. Sugar up beating the shit out of Aljo. DDP beating Robert Whitaker. This one was nuts, man. I didn't see Yeah, this I did not see that one coming at all, dude. Justin Gagey KOing Dustin Poirier, bruh. I gotta say, like the craziest ones, gotta be Sean Strickland and Izzy, bro, and DDP, yeah. uh, Robert Whitaker. Next, I got, I gotta look at the fights and see. I'm sure there's some other crazy upsets, but uh, those ones are at the top of the list for sure, yeah, man. Sure,
1: for right, sure.
0: All right, dog. That was the last slide. I do want to let everybody know that we're gonna start working on our 2023 end of the year extravaganza. So, we're going to be making uh, categories for all kinds of categories. You know what I mean? Like Fighter of the Year, Fighter of the Year, Knockout of the Year, Takedown of the Year. If you can think Chingona of a category. Of the year. Yeah, heck yeah. Or Chingona of the Year for that matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Slam of the Year. If you got an idea for a category that we should create, hey, let us know. DM any one of us. Uh, but we're going to be working on that for the next few weeks. All right, Fonzo, that's a wrap, my man. Anything you want to say before we uh, end this bad boy?
1: Nah, just hope everybody there out there has a good, good week. And, uh, hey, Thanksgiving enjoy Thanksgiving. Dog. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, have some good food, family, friends, all that good
2: stuff.
0: Yes, have tons and tons of food. Enjoy your family and friends. Give everybody a super-duper hug. Let's get them turkey rolls in on Thursday if you're looking for a place to roll. Rivalry jujitsu southwest corner of first and barstow check it out look for victor ask for victor all right thank you for listening thank you for watching have a wonderful thanksgiving week check us out on youtube ig tiktok at Chingazos crew all one word now super easy to remember Chingazos crew until next week Chingazos crew out peace
3: peace